What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Pedro and Hannibal podcast. My name is Hannibal. That guy over there, his name is Pedro. And shout out real quick to Nova Dasher texting me before the show, disrupting me. Oh. Disru- like he, he disrupted me. <laughs> what did he uh, say? Is that a word? He, he disrupted me, Pedro. You know what he said to me? Uh, he clearly disrupted you because you can't even talk right now. So what, what's, going than, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I can't normally talk. Saying, make sure you talk about how terrible Ben Simmons is playing. The, the play oh, fouled out more. That didn't, that didn't take long. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was triggered. Listen, it's first game. It's the first game. It's the first Obviously, game. What happened though? What happened? He fouled. He, he, he fouled. Yeah, they're not doing well. I, I don't know if the game is still on. They're going to probably lose. They played the Pelicans at home. I don't know. They don't have enough strong big men, and they, they were getting bottled up with uh you know zion and the crew so zion, the uh, zion's gonna have a good year yeah. i think i hope yeah he does. I'm definitely rooting, I'm rooting i mean they um steven a also mess i find him annoying too because basically he has the nets to win everything he jinxed it he should be talking about the damn Knicks. i don't like it at all i mean i want to be the one that says the nets are going to win championship now he put all of his chips on the table so I'm, i don't appreciate that but um I think anyway. I wrote that down. When you said that, hold on. You said <laughs> that. I have it logged in my little log book here somewhere. Hold on. Give, give, yeah, give, me, give me like, hold on. Let me see if I can't pull it up. Oh, Pedro. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Hold on. That was on August 24th. Yeah. Hannibal says Nets win. So I have it in writing, guys. You guys see that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. There it is. There fair it fair is. enough. You know what? I should put some money in it because if it does happen, I'm going to be like, <laughs> Uh, Nostradamus, greatest, better. Listen, of all time. if it happens, bro, I'll be so happy for you. Just not my own front, <laughs> but it ain't gonna happen. So, uh, yeah, I mean, actually, the Knicks uh played too, and they actually have they're playing up actually a decent game against the um, um, Memphis. Uh, Memphis really I saw out. a little bit of that when I was watching. I think Memphis was up like nine or something. This was like an hour ago, but I didn't, yeah. I don't know what's happening now. Um, they're tied right now with three seconds left, so Ooh, but nice. I, have you seen the last, you know, the NBA season started yesterday for us? Um, have yeah. you seen the many games? I know you're busy running around. I watched one. Uh, I watched um, the end of the Celtics game versus Sixers. Celtics look real good. Tatum and Brown right where they left. Well, not where they left off, but they look 70 points. Like they they combined for 70. I think they each dropped a 35 piece. Tatum had like 12 boards. I mean, and the Sixers are a good team. So yeah. I like that. Um, I like the I like the the energy of the new coach. I don't know who he is, but I like the Celt. I mean, good start to the season for them. I I tried to watch the Warriors and Lakers and found out it was painfully obvious to me. Warriors are going to be really good this year, yeah. which is which is fine. But they're they're just a really good team. They're just they're just really good. And the Lakers are really so people. <laughs> they do, and they play really well. Their ball movement is amazing, mm-hmm. and uh, the Lakers are. Got they got names, but they're old. They can't they they can't compete in today's NBA. I think it's going to be a really rough year. I, I still think if they can if Anthony Davis can stay healthy, he'll put up big numbers. But they need to figure out how to play in today's NBA. And I don't think they got the pieces. But it's going to be I don't know. It wasn't a good look for them opening night. It, if Patrick Beverly is your biggest acquisition of the off season, that shows exactly where you're going to be. Um, if you are any team, if if Pat Bev is the guy who, I'm sorry, he's overrated. He's extremely over. His mouth is, you know, like he'll do great. He'll be a Charles Barkley type of person. And, oh, shout out to Charles Barkley signing a 10-year, $200 million contract. He deserves yeah, it. 
he deserves he makes he that, that, that TNT show. He is so good. He's, he's unapologetic, funny. but he's he's funny. He's yeah. he he doesn't he doesn't bull he, no no bullshit. And it's actually one of my favorite clips that I actually uh, put on like because he makes me laugh. I think he makes everyone laugh. But this is the yeah. funniest thing he ever did. I wasn't sure right now. It was a minute, but I, I just it was. I think I don't know when it was, happened. It was definitely um, the Warriors were playing the Nuggets, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you you probably remember this clip. Let me show you real quick. Bang him and then hit him with the Kimolajima kind. You can't bang, bang, and go through or get it inside reverse, outside reverse pivot, make quick move. You have to get a small guy. Well, the only way balance. a small guy can guard a guy like yourself or, or Joker is to take their legs away. So you're smaller. You're taking their base. So they're but, leaning in. That's not what that's Draymond's doing. doing. Draymond is bracing. Yeah. And, jo- and Joker, instead of going around him, he's just banging and banging yeah. and banging. When a guy's banging you, you don't you spin off of him. Those are the worst defenders to play against, actually. Because if you can feel their body, uh, come on. 18 <laughs> points for Joker, only nugget in double <laughs> figures. 69-59. Golden State shooting 67. You're way out of order right now. Back at the pool party. Way out of order. When a man is banging you, you know you gotta you spin off spin of out of it. You gotta spin off because the man, you feel that man's body. And I love the fact that he just says, "Come on!" Like you realize he that was He's the biggest. Good. And Shaq is really good on that show. Yeah. Ernie is the uh, you know the lead in the convo. Kenny's you know he's good too, but. That's, they all have that their shows really good. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. So sh- definitely shout out to him uh, making probably more money than he ever made playing. And he's a oh. Hall of Famer, one of the greatest yeah. power forwards of all time. So it's good yeah. that, you know, it, you could find your second, third coming to a large bag. I think he made a joke about it in, um, yesterday, too, like going to the bank. And, uh, you know, so it's great that he's, you know, he's doing his thing. But, yeah, um, yeah I'm sad for my Nets. First game, um, not good. Not good. But it's just one game. It's fine. You got the Giants still. Giants look good, so you're you're, you're all right. Yeah, you know, five and one the Giants. Uh, the Yankees, even though I don't, I don't watch any baseball at all, but they're they're gonna play a team. Um, they're gonna play, play the Astros. Astros. <laughs> oh, you're the baseball. Well, you are. Yes, I'm not an expert, but I, I know a little bit. You're yeah. Puerto Rican, so yeah, I, that's very stereotypical, but that's, very accurate. Actually, yeah, it, I like chicken. I fried, fried chicken is delicious. You tell me. You can you know, say it. I won't. <laughs> you won't say. It. I won't say it. You can. Uh, all right. So talk about stereotypes. Let's just we'll jump in to this weird story about the NHL. So there is um I must let me see if I could find her name. Um they I guess the, the NHL hired this person. Um oh yeah. Her name is Kim Davis. See, she is the NHL EVP of Social Impact Growth and Legislative Affairs. What the hell does that mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a EVP uh Social yeah. Impact Growth and Legislative Affairs. Okay, so is that like the way of saying like inclusive or like what what yeah. is he oh yeah it's, it's yeah, a made-up okay. title they, she's impact. there yeah. because yeah. they need to figure something out is she she's a woman of color i can kind of see her yeah right? yeah yeah okay. she definitely okay. looks like camilla's harris is like sister. okay like got it she does so the nhl like had their first um internal demographic study they needed to study this y'all and found out now brace yourselves the majority of the workforce is white <laughs> Oh, in NHL? Oh, oh no! Overwhelmingly wow. white. I yo, I I I couldn't. I dropped everything when I was. I, I hold my son dropped him. I couldn't believe it. I heard the news. 
Um, <laughs> so there's a like a like a <laughs> there's like a one minute clip of her talking about this. So let's just put it. Um, it says that we are where we expected to be, but now we have the facts to back it up. Um, I think the one area that we are um, are feeling positive about is that 38% of our workforce are women. Um, we've done a lot of work to improve in that area. Uh, and it's very consistent with our current female fan base of 40%. And so that's a great benchmark. Um, having said that, we know we have work to do with women of color and we're leaning into that. Um, I think the, the thing that you should take away from the workforce uh, study is that it is a progressive outlook on how you begin to manage your talent. And it is progressive in that it's a self-identified report. So of our 4,200, approximately 4,200 employees across the league and the club, 67% of our employees participated in it, and this is how they self-identified. Um, and we will take this benchmark every two years. And oh, that's, that's fantastic. So guys, wow, a lot wow. of people who are working in the National Hockey League are white, and that's a problem. So. What do you think, Pedro? Like, I, you know, do you watch hockey? Uh, you know, I don't watch it. Um, when my Chicago Blackhawks were good, I'm a fair weather. I'm a Blackhawks fan, but for about 10, 12 years ago, they won like three Stanley Cups in like six years. So they, they I do were remember like that. Really they, they, they were, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was exciting because whatever. But I don't watch it. But playoff hockey is very, it's fun. And if you've ever get a chance to go to a game, it's electrifying because you're the action, the speed, very similar to basketball with the movements. And it's actually really fun to watch in yeah. person, but I don't really like, you know, follow it only because I don't, it, it's different. You know, there's not superstar potential. Like, you know, there's some, you, you can't see the guys, you can't pronounce their names. They're not even from America. Like it's just yeah. a different kind of sport, but uh, I'll say this good for her. She's got a job. She's, you know, doing some things he wants hire to hire me i'll just make up some yeah shit. yeah just... that's what i'm saying so could, <laughs> hey i'm not she's getting her bag do your thing i'm sure she's a very well-read highly intelligent woman probably has a lot of degrees Quick on question. the back of her wall but, do you, you think know. she watched one hockey game in her life my my okay I, if if i was a betting man i would say absolutely not unless no she comes from a family that owns the team or played hockey no I would say yeah, there's no not. way because I don't remember. No I don't way. think I've, I've I've seen clips. I don't think I've sat down and watched a whole game myself. Um, and yeah. Hector just came in with it. And I, I guess we just finish this segment real fast. Black <laughs> don't care about hockey. hundred yeah. percent. Well, it's because we don't play. And I, we could talk about this probably like for an hour straight, which we won't. But hockey is a very... It's it's what's the word I'm looking for? You have to it's regional in the way that you don't have hockey rinks in New York where you can just go play with your buddy. It doesn't work yeah. like that. The equipment's super expensive. Not, you yeah. can't just play by yourself. You can go shoot hoops by yourself. You can yeah. play catch. You know, it, it doesn't really. You know, it's just different, and it's 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 more popular in Canada and parts of Europe than it is in America. Right? It's a Canadian sport, and in places like Minnesota. Um, there's another really, there's another area where it's like really popular, but not in most urban cities. So that's why you don't have a lot of black and brown people playing the sport. There's a lot of, you know, so it's just kind of odd that 
are we making a problem that isn't a problem? Like, you know, like it doesn't, I, I, I saw the clip and to see the two white guys behind it, they're like, oh, here we go. Like what, you could, this, them this dudes ain't happy. Yeah, yeah this, them, them dudes is not happy. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care. So, it's like, yeah, this is a complete I, waste of time. It's weird. Hockey is, you know, when you look at the major sports, it's even, you know, you look at the four major sports, right? Uh, football, basketball, baseball, hockey's always been fourth in this country. Yeah. If anything, it's probably going to fall to fifth behind MLS soccer as that, that soccer is becoming a lot more popular in this country. We're getting a team in St. Louis next, starting next year. Nice. So hockey's kind of irrelevant unless you're a diehard fan or unless you live in Canada. They have, they have, they have their diehard fans like here, like, oh, yeah. you know, New York, the Rangers is a big deal. They will talk about the Rangers mm-hmm. on the radio. I guess what I'm, I'm saying, like you, you, you said it perfectly. We're making this into a problem. Um, yeah. For the most part, it's too cold. We don't like the cold. I'm talking about me. I don't like the cold. <laughs> so most of us don't like the cold. So, you know I mean? so yeah, yeah, yeah. and also access to the sport. So to play hockey, I didn't look this up, but I remember it's, it's kind of similar to football, but, you know, people are willing to pay. It's expensive to have your kid. Yeah. Um, you got to start from the you know got to start from the beginning. Got to start as a kid. You know that's how it usually works. It's very expensive mm-hmm. to get your kid through um, hockey compared to the other sports. And I'm sure football is pretty expensive too, but people are willing to pay for it, right? Um, hockey's expensive. Basketball is dirt cheap, right? Baseball, you know, yeah, you got your bad, whatever. But it's not the same. Where hockey is, you're cold. It's expensive, and it's just not something what the brothers want to do right now. They're not no. interested. Now, it I would say it does look like it's fun. I, I would say the speed. I mean, they, they're going really fast on skates. Yeah, those guys are athletes. They're athletes, man. So Big not time. knocking the sport, but it's dominated by people with names you can't pronounce. Um, is it who's who's the guy who's still? I don't know who's the be, who's the best player right so now. I'll player? say this: I, I don't know who the best. best I, you know, Sidney Crosby was really good for a while. Yeah. Alexander Ovechkin from the Capitals. Yeah, you know, and then there's a. a the Tampa Bay Lightning's been really good. They got a couple of brothers, I think. And yeah. then uh, in St. Louis, we had like Vladimir Tarasenko. And like we've had, like I know some of the, I could name you know, you know probably, I, do, yeah. I can name some names, but like it's not like the other sport. It's just different, you know. But I'll yeah. say this. Shout out to hockey players. These guys, this is my opinion. They are the toughest sons of bitches out of all the major sports. These dudes are the toughest. And if I had to fight, a hockey dude, I'm good. I'd rather take my chances versus any other kind of like. Yeah, these guys all, are they tough, let them man. fight, which I. But I heard they that do. they scale back yes. a little bit. Like they're trying to get the sport to be a little bit more mainstream. So back in the day, when you saw old photos of uh, like the hockey fight, players with their missing teeth and stuff like that, and like, oh, these are some tough dudes. So it's not necessarily yeah. saying it's a sport that's boring, or it's just culturally. It's just we just it's. It's not cold enough to really thrive compared to in Europe where it's colder there, right? And yeah, plus we don't – the average person doesn't play hockey. They don't go to the rec, you know, rec gym or go to 24-hour fitness and shoot some hoops on the weekends or toss the football around or play catch with their kid. Like you, we like to, at least I do, and I think a lot of people do, you like to be able to relate to a sport you're watching, right? And you, yeah. you're not playing hockey just in your backyard, so it's hard to like 
have like like you want to watch it as well. So I just think that's a big part of it. Yeah, Hector, Hector says the only sport that a fight gets yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, because the, the camera just speed. They're fighting. I'm like, oh, nice. Unless your unless your name is Draymond Green, then you can. Kind well, of then fight you just not cold cock anyone. Practice yeah, kick people anyone. in the nuts and you know all that stuff that he does. <laughs> um, but okay, so we're talking about access, right? Why soccer hasn't become the dominant sport where it's easy to play? Right. It's easy to jump in. And now, yeah, now there's, it's starting to have some traction, but we have all the fields. We have all the parks. We have everything. We're still the U.S. team will still get stomped out by any other team in Europe or anywhere else in the World Cup. Right. U.S. is not even a um, contender. Why soccer has it grabbed the whole, con- they ha- you know, they have the equipment, they have the, the space. Like why? Why you think it? Um... Soccer actually has been on the rise for the last twenty years in this country. Like it has its peaks, and the women's team's always been really good versus the men's team. I just think the reason it's not popular is because most young athletes, whether you're once you get to middle school and you start figuring out what sport you really want to play, the the athletes aren't going to play soccer. They're playing mm-hmm. basketball and football, yep. and then maybe baseball. So you don't have the big names in this country. You know, like you just. So, you know, and they should they should try to other sports because I think so many want to go to NBA and NFL, but most are not going to make it there, but they could have made it to the other sports. Right. Like not not only a Kyler Murray that could have choose what he wanted to do. He could have been a great baseball player or he could have been a great soccer player, too. Like uh, any any of these any running back, defensive back, any point guard in the NBA, if they were playing soccer younger they'd be in they'd be like if russell westbrook decided to play soccer he would be really good at soccer if he started younger you know he couldn't just go in there now but yeah the money's not there though either and the relevance of looking up to you know these these, when russell westbrook was young and lebron they're looking up to mj and kobe and you know you don't have that same influence in soccer in america you have it in england and europe and Soccer's the number one sport in the world, and they and get the paid ath- over there though. Too. And the athletes, yeah. If you look at a top ten list of athletes, half of those guys are going to be soccer guys. Yeah. But that's the money. The money's coming from across the pond. It's not these. The Americans yeah. don't make that money. So. Not yet, but yet I, I think I just feel like not not the top like the top athletes that are in all the sports can probably do multiple sports. But I'm talking about like the lower tier where mm. you could have. You maybe riding the bench in an NBA, which is fantastic, but that person could have maybe been a star in other sport or even boxing. Because I feel like a lot of NFL players could have been heavyweight champions, but they wanted yeah. to play football because football is the thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should have more of a stretch, but yeah, NBA is so popular. NFL is the most popular sport. It's a multi-billion dollar business that no one wants to try to play the soccer. Uh, you know, they want to play football. They want to play basketball. So, you know, oh, yeah, shout out to Hector. I'm sorry, uh, the Knicks loss in whole overtime uh, with the Grizzlies. Get used to it. Yeah, it's fine. Hey, listen. <laughs> Hector, <laughs> Hector's having a rough week. Uh, he's having he's having a rough week. It, 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 it is. Mets it is. lost. And it, hey, it's the first, first game of the season. We're all yeah. going to be fine. But um, the one thing I wish we – that there was a more of a um, movement of um, more black players going to baseball. Now, as much as I say that I don't watch it, it's slow, but I feel like more athletes should take a part of it. Cause first of all, they get paid in yeah. baseball fully guaranteed and your brains don't get scrambled and you don't leave the sport with all your body. You, you leave with all your parts intact. Yeah. 
And there's, I'm sure there's a lot of strategy involved. Um, older black dudes love baseball. Like they, that's the culture. It was just, that's what they did. You played, you play stickball and, and on, the, mm-hmm. on the streets and hanging out. And we are just, it's all about the, again, it's all about the NBA tattoos, you know, I get the dreads, the braids, yeah, yeah, all NFL, the flyness. Yeah. And baseball, you know, like, eh, you know, it's still it's your culture not. is a big deal, but oh yeah, know, let's, just, I was gonna say, let my brown brothers, we got baseball locked. Down, <laughs> okay, like they're going to Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Panama, Honduras, you know, Mexico, like Cuba, like that's where the mm-hmm. you know the MLB saw that there was because in those countries, in the tropical countries, baseball is king. Like that, these kids, mm-hmm. these kids ain't got nothing. They got a milk carton. They make a glove out of a milk carton, legit. And they they roll up socks and duct tape them, and that's their baseball. And then so the MLB has invested millions and millions, tens and hundreds of millions of dollars into scouting and new facilities in these countries. And uh, it's I think it's awesome. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a way to get them out of yeah poverty, right? Like yeah. that that's their one shot. I mean that or, or most any of the sports, but especially baseball. Like I, if I can yeah. do this at a high level, I can get my whole family out of this situation. Yeah. So I, I definitely think that if other if if anybody, if baseball went to other parts of the world, I don't know other parts where they're in Africa, maybe they they might even know because I think a lot of great basketball players came out of Africa. It's mostly because of investments in there showing them yeah. things. I think um. The one of our um, football players, uh, ex football players from the Giants, um, OC, um, I forgot his name. OC Yermanura or something like that. Yeah, he had a program where he he went to um, Africa and kind of showed up, you know, because they're strong as hell over there to like, hey, you want to play football? Like, what are you like? What's football? You mean that like the the soccer? Like, no, no, not that one, the other one. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you can make some money because you're you're a big brute. And Mm -hmm. some some players are actually thriving. So I think it's it's definitely an investment from these leagues, but. Um, yeah, I, I would like baseball, but ho- hockey, I would say if if somehow there was an investment that had a really nice hockey ring in the middle of the hood, there'll be some people that try They'll try it. They'll get on it. They'll do like, yeah, oh, first time I'm to skate. Yeah, but they'll try hard. it. I don't know if they'll be professional, though. Yeah, it's t- hockey's different. And like Hector just said something I was going to say. Uh, baseball is the, hard, the hardest thing to do in baseball or in any sport, statistically. The analytics people will tell you is to actually be good at hitting. Okay, so like if you're playing baseball and you're a 300 average, okay, that's considered like really, really good. If you bat 300 in the MLB, you're an all star. If you bat 300 consistently for your career, you're probably in the Hall of Fame. And 300 is being successful 30% of the time. In any other sport, if you shoot a basketball 30%, if you are a quarterback and you're 30% completion, like you're trash. You're not even playing. You're getting exactly. Baseball's tough, man. And I think that might deter some young kids because it's a hard sport to play and see results immediately because you got to put a lot of time and effort and then you got to hit the batting cages. You know, basketball, if you're just naturally kind of gifted and athletic, you can get better pretty quickly if as long as you have a good attitude. Oh, just survive if you're tall enough exactly. and big enough. Exactly. So baseball's if your name is Kendrick Perkins, you have a full career. You're a big, <laughs> tall dude that – you know, he's doing much better. He's much more entertaining as a commentator than a basketball player. And sometimes yeah, yeah. he'd be talking a lot of recklessness, but he, where Katie had to correct him one time and say, like, Hey man, you averaged like two points, you know, like you didn't help us out when we was playing. Yeah, like, yeah. but he's, you know, we all have our, 
you, like you said, I think the more athletically gifted you are, you can you can you can survive, right? Like, and this is a bad example, but Aaron Judge, I didn't see, I saw this maybe a day or two ago. This guy was balling out of his mind in multiple sports. Every sport, every sport, every sport he was destroying because yeah. he's just a monster of a he was mm-hmm. f- football, basketball, like score, like he could have done whatever he wanted. But he decided to play for the New York Yankees, and uh, well, he's doing okay. I think he chose the right thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But he could have been a tight end in football, defensive end, could have been a, a power forward in basketball. Like, yeah, he probably would have made it pro in any three sports. I would think. Yeah, um, and he'll you know win in, um you know the championship in uh, New York, and uh, you know I'll invite you to the parade if you want to come through. <laughs> you know, uh, I'll pretend to care. You don't even like, care about name, baseball, so you know, get yeah, out of here. Do you, do you name three Yankees or like uh, maybe? Okay. I think you can name three. Well, Aaron Judge, right, so Derek Jeter, and then no, 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 not not <laughs> old guys. We're talking about three current. Can you name Aaron three Judge? Damn, that's really Woo. bad. Uh, Cole, yeah. pitcher, Derek Cole. Okay. Is it Derek? okay, that's two. Yeah, one oh. more. What's the other guy that hits all the home runs? Uh, Carlos. Stanton? You got Gene Carlos. Oh, there you Stanton. go. There you go. You you I was about to name the damn coach. I was like, I'm out. You got it. I'm you know what's funny about him? Side story. He was Mike Stanton for the Mariners, and he changed his name to Gene Carlo like five years into the league. Interesting. Interesting. That's how that Mike shit. He's like, don't call me Mike. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You make that. Listen, we don't need. We won't change our names often enough. <laughs> but you know what? I never. Wait. Oh, damn, Bobby. If you put a gun to my head, I guess you know what happens when that gun is going to go oh, off. Lord, I didn't even Lord, know that. Oh, this Lord. black people, this black players in the Yankees. <laughs> Aaron Judge is mixed. That counts. He's black. Yeah, he's mixed. Gotcha, Bobby. Yeah. Uh, and the black is the one that's in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this I don't think I can ball. name three you mean black like Hispanic, dark skin, Hispanic dudes. I don't think I can. The, the Yankees got a little NHL going on over there. We'll say yeah, that. Yeah, unbelievable. You know what? Let me write a letter to the Yankees so we can lose games. Hire. <laughs> So like it's it's weird. So like okay, so if the NFL did a study and in majority of the, well you know what she you know all right I'll, I'll give her one caveat. She wasn't necessarily talking about only the players. She was saying the whole organization. Yes, but at the she same said 67%, time, sixty seven percent. What sixty seven percent was what number? What what was she right. referencing? Of the of okay. people in the organization in or, of the forty something uh, forty uh, seven hundred or forty two hundred was it yeah something, something like, like that? yeah. So honestly. That's way more diverse than I would have expected. Yeah, because I even if I'm and maybe I'm just looking for a job to get a job, but if I'm yeah. going into sports, I'm gonna probably go to a sport that I'm familiar with that I that I would love yeah. to work for. Like I would love to find a job. Like, you know, I know we both are not necessarily into the whole W two thing, but if I was able to find a really cool job at the you know, the Giants or the Knicks, I'd be like, oh, oh, maybe yeah. I'd be considering I mean, it, right? Like you have to uh, when, yeah. I wouldn't apply for a job to for the Rangers. Like, eh, I, I'll just be kind of. It'd be a job. If they, if it paid, a job. I mean, if it, I think it depends on the money, right? If the Rangers came, like, like, like Hannibal, we want you to be the 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 VP of editing for our social media, and we're gonna pay you two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. You better right. got that. You better take yeah, that I'm damn job. It. Yeah, it just, oh, that's what I'm saying. Job. Yeah, I have to learn because yeah. that's the thing. Like, like you said, social media. You know social media of basketball, right? You know what makes sense, what works. I don't know what I'm like, okay, yeah, some you, good you, highlights. I think you could figure it. You could figure it out. Yeah, I mean, probably. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, you figure it out. You pick 
You put a big booty girl and some uh, uh, skates and some like lingerie, it. and you're good to go. Ten million views. All right, if the if the lingerie league, the football lingerie yeah. league, hired me for social media, I'm I'm a shoo-in. Oh, I, I got you, girl. Be, I got you'd, you. You'd be done. I'll do it for free. You know what? Don't pay me. I'll you ever seen <laughs> those? We ever seen those women? Um, like, some crazy. They hit each other too. Yeah, they they're they're, like, they don't play around. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. There's an Instagram. It's an Instagram. Um, uh, well, it's a league of stripper basketball players. I didn't send it to you because I know you don't run your own Instagram, so I didn't want to just yeah, send yeah. that. Over. No, my girl would have been fine with it. You can send it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll talk about. You know what? We'll yeah. talk about it in the next show. I'll yeah. put some clips on. These are bat. It's a basketball league with, with but strippers. also strippers, and they're dressed, they're dressed like, like in lingerie or something. Yeah. Good lord, what's the and they're playing basketball? Good? And they're yeah. playing basketball. They're jumping around. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Yes, some you can of send it. my girl will probably like that. You can send it. You can okay, send it. I'll, I'll I'll talk to her about you about that. But what happened if you were the social media manager for the Denver Broncos? Like, what would you do, considering how weird Russell Wilson is? So, they, it was a I think it was a podcast with uh, Richard Sherman and Marshawn Lynch, and mm-hmm. they were talking about Russell Wilson's struggles. Shout out Man. to Marshawn. I love Marshawn Lynch, oh, yeah, by he's the way. A, yeah. he, Nicole, he is a natural national treasure in my book. Yeah. I love him. Totally, yeah, definitely. Totally him. agree. Um, and it's interesting. Marshall wanted to reach out to Russell. He's like, man, I would, I would like to talk to him. But there's a problem with that. And I'll show you right now. 17-second clip real fast. Right now, because he, he on a struggle bus. Man, I want to reach out to Dog, bro. Because yeah, I reach mean, out to it. You know it His ain't manager. That. You know it ain't that. man. Come His on, manager. nigga. If I can't, if I if if I can't call you direct, nigga, then I ain't calling you. Especially, nigga, if I don't went to war with you. So that's real I love, quick. I love Marshawn Lynch. Too. I love Marshawn. So he live, and this is these are two ex players, like ex teammates of his. They can't contact him directly. They have to go through the manager. And the way Richard said it, it sounded like it happened while they were in, they were playing with each other. Like, it sounds like this is a common thing. This is a common thing. When they played back in Seattle, you couldn't call the, your quarterback. Oh, that's you not know. how I, I I read it that they're maybe try to contact him afterwards because they've both been separated from Seattle for a little while now. But I, you could be right. But either way, like, your ex-teammate should have a direct way, line to you. Yeah, the like, way Richard kind of said it, it yeah. sounds like this This is a common thing. Like, you got to talk to his manager. You know, it's mad. It's not like I would do that too. That but you like know, when Russell thing. Wilson came into the league, those two guys were there on that team. Russell Wilson was not that guy the first year or two. He no. wasn't. He no. was. But he so at some point, when did it turn to where he had a manager that you got to go through his manager? Like oh. maybe when he started like balling out a little bit. I don't know. It, it, yeah. It's, it's, so the reason why I brought this up, it he's not playing well, and it's kind of showing why things may not have worked out in Seattle. Where I think I think he thought I don't need any I don't need any of you people I'm the man and now it looks like Pete Carroll <laughs> he's looking more like a genius the more Russell just looks off. Geno Smith has had better stats than Russell Wilson to this point. Do you think it? Do you think Russell Wilson just um, lost it, or the system in Seattle is the reason why he was successful? Um, I think the system kind of helped, but he, you know, they threw the ball around a lot towards the end of his career. I think he's struggling now with the Broncos because he's gotten a little comfortable. He thinks he's already made it. 
in the Hall of Fame and he feels good. He's got it's his money. Him. He's got Sierra. I he's yeah, I think. And I think I, I also think he's not. I said this before. Russell Wilson is not that guy that's going to look at a coach and say, nah, I got this. You know, he's just going to be like the good little soldier and be like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. He's a yes, he's a yes man. He's not a guy that wants likes probably confrontation. He's not going to question authority. He's you're the coach, fine. And he's a rookie coach. I think the coach is really bad. He's from he's, what I've he's heard. Learning from, on, he's, he's learning on the job, I guess. Yeah, and and Russell Wilson is. Uh, I hate to just like down a guy so much, but he's always just been goofy and just weird. Yeah. And I feel like the guys around him don't really like him a lot. You know, you see him, his interaction with his teammates. And like, I know DK Metcalf was a really close to him in Seattle. Um, yeah. But like, you don't see a lot of ex people talking about him. Well, he's just doing things really weird in the sidelines. It doesn't come off as genuine. You know, it's just, it's just, he's, it's been a bad. Like, before this, games. he was the, the, the guy. Like he was, the, he was always maybe in the top five of an MVP. Like he was, it was Russell Wilson at one point doing a lot of like keeping the, the, the team float because the defense, you know, at, after the second uh, chance to win a Super Bowl, the defense kind of went down because, you know, a lot of yeah. the you know, Legion of Boom started to get a little older and out of it. And it was Russell Wilson keeping the, the team afloat. So just weird. And, and I see a lot of good comments in here. Yeah. The, uh, Bronco, uh, Pia, Broncos lot, did give him a lot, a lot, lot of lot. money. And and draft and, picks and all kinds of stuff, man. A lot of stuff. Yeah. And uh, Daniel Jones, Hector says Daniel Jones has better stats than Wilson. You know, shout out to Daniel Jones, real quick. I mean, LeBron, like Lamar, who? Because you know, Danny Dimes is just he got a five and one record. Um, what does? Are Lamar you saying he's have? better than Lamar I Jackson? Didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't oh, okay, say that. I just want to. I, did, I wanted to make I sure I didn't need to take Lamar my headphones who? off and like. Well, I just hey, listen. <laughs> is is one quarterback has a better better record right now? That's all I know. Okay. I only I only stay with the facts. Okay, it's hot facts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's no. retired. Like we'll never use that phrase ever again. No, um, that was good though. That was good. It was good. <laughs> um, <laughs> is he just too? Like, Bobby's like celebrity marriage did it. Is he just too soft? I mean, she's soft. If if I had that, would you care about anything else? She looks <laughs> good. She looks good though, man. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. That's why it's hard to hate on because he's got. Such a great life, you know. He's got a, the, yeah. like you know, but he's not playing really good. And the, the issue is, it's not that he's not playing good. That's the main thing, but it's also that he's just goofy as fuck. Like he's weird. He's goofy. <laughs> he's. It looks like he cares about other stuff more than. It's just. I don't know. It's just weird, man. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not looking good. Um, yeah, he's missing. He is missing throws. He's missing receivers open. But then there's, sometimes he is throwing them and they're not catching it. I've seen a few of those. Yeah. Um, but the, and the defense is just being wasted. Defense is trying to hold its own and they just not getting the offense yeah. to jump in and help out. They're terrible at the um when they get to the goal line. They can't score. The so red zone is is the worst. Yeah. Well, the game that they should have won. Uh, which was not this one, not this week, but I think it was like last Thursday when they played Thursday night football. He had a guy wide open the last play of the game. Yeah. He made a great move. I think it's Hamlin or I can't. He made a phenomenal inside route move. And Russell Wilson just did not throw the ball and he's holding it, hold it. And then he throws it to a guy that wasn't even open. It's so that's a basic actually route. Like he should have made that pass yeah. and they yeah, should have won the game. So if he does that pass, 
it's a, we're talking about it differently. You know, that might have given them some momentum, game-winning drive, last mm-hmm. play of the game. This week, might have they, you know, that that win, that win that they didn't have could have propelled them in a different direction. But I think he's lost some of those receivers, man. They don't. I, I think he's. I think he's lost some of that team a little bit. A little bit, and it's, games, and it's still know. early in in the season. But I think it's like a it's like a mix of everything. Got you know Russell Wilson just not sharp. He seems to be not confident or confused. It's also a head coach that is not a good head coach. And and oh. this is and I don't want to go bring up the whole you know race thing at all. I really this is the last thing. But all right, Nathaniel Hackett, how did he get a job? Like. I mean, the guy can't, he doesn't understand. I don't, he's telling his, his kicker to, hey, kick a 75-yard uh, field goal. Uh, it wasn't yeah. 75 yards, but, like, some of the decisions are not being, like, how did he get a job? Like, what yeah, happened it's here? Weird. It's you know weird. what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's, I won't say it's race. It's it's all about who you know. And that's how, that's how business, that's how it works. You get jobs by who you know. Hey, if I, if someone, if I know someone, they're going to give me the hookup. It's natural. Yeah. It's not race. But I'm just wondering, like, that's. So Nathaniel Hackett was the best candidate for the job, really? Yeah. Like, all right. I think John Elway's not feeling great right now. He's the president of, and he's you know, ever since Manning left, they haven't done anything. They've gone through a lot of quarterbacks. Um, yeah, connections, yeah, Nova Dasher. I, I hear that. Yeah. You know what, Elway, get back, get underneath the center because I don't know about Russell. Just you, you, you play. You probably get some. You get a few. He'll, I bet you Elway would not miss that uh, damn pass. When it I, I bet if Elway played right now, his stats would be pretty similar. <laughs> and that's sad because Elway's like sixty something. But oh, I, yeah. I bet you they'd know, be. Pretty Elway was close. the man. I still. Oh, I remember. His, a he had a rocket forearm. Oh yeah, dude was. He was. He was baller. I, I do remember um, some John Elway. So they're gonna play the New York Jets. Who's the gonna Jets win that are game? hot right now. Yeah, that's a surprise too. That's, that's a surprise team. Who who you think gonna win that? If you had to put some money on it. Broncos and the Jets? I think they're playing at yeah, they're playing at Denver, I think. They're playing at Denver? Yeah, in Powered oh, Field. Oh man, that's a coin flip. I couldn't even tell you. I, I think right now the Jets have a lot of momentum. Uh they got a really good defense. They got a really good defense. But so, you know, I can see the Jets winning. If I was a betting man, I'd probably lay my bet on the Broncos because they're at home. Yeah, I'm trying to find the. I'm just trying to find the odds on that. One. I would say, I would say that's. I would say the Broncos are probably going to be favored by two and a half. Would be my guess. Yeah, I could be wrong, that but I, that's the home field. You get like three points for home field, so that would be yeah. my guess. But I could be wrong. All right, let me look at it real quick. I yeah. think uh, one and a half favorite. One and a half. The the Broncos are. Yeah. Yeah, so I said to yeah, so uh, I'm not yeah, that's a good bet. I'll go with, that's I'll a go good with bet the for the Jets. Yeah, I'll go with the Jets. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, so Nova Dash is here. So another dislike quarterback. Yeah, Carson Wentz. So it's like he has a constant <laughs> Wentz effect. And I, and listen, Nova, he he knows how terrible his quarterback is. Um, there's something about Carson Wentz that people don't like. He's been on multiple teams, and they all hate him. <laughs> they all hated him. At one point, he was an MVP candidate. Like he, at one point, he was the year that they won the Super Bowl, and then he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt, and then Nick Foles came and saved, you know, saved the day. But what is? It has to be a personality thing, and I think what Russell Wilson's problem is when you have when you you think you're better than everyone else, and you got to talk to my manager, talk to me, Hmm. and you may be trying to protect your mental health. You may be trying to make sure that there's there's a, a certain level of space. It doesn't work well in a in a team sport. 
where especially football where you guys like that's what Marshall Lynch said if I I can't if I can't call you directly and I went with war with you and I can't you know can contact you directly I'm not gonna talk to you like I'm not gonna go my way to he said he want to talk to him I see like hey what's going on like what's you know maybe something he can talk to him about he can't yeah. reach to him and yeah. I think that's the problem with with uh, Russell Wilson so I don't know we'll see yeah I, I yeah I think you I think you're right I mean you know, right now he needs a Marshawn and Richard Sherman to maybe tell him how it is and give him a little tough love. That might help him a little bit. But if Marshawn ain't some ain't gonna go through somebody's manager, like, oh, can I speak to Ru-? Nah, Marshawn's over there drinking hen dog <laughs> and uh, you know, making commercials for Uber Eats. Like Marshawn Lynch is living the life. Saving his money. Yeah, like he always, yeah. Like he said he saved all his chicken. I'm like, yeah, that's because that's not what most of them do. I mean, yeah. it's, it's extremely difficult to save your money because money's coming in and people you saw the NBA, uh, the NBA players, how they come in um, through, you know, with their clothes, with the jewelry that no one's going to yeah. buy. So they just have that just sitting there depreciating because no one wants customer jewelry of your name uh, etched with diamonds like, you know, that it's just a lot of that going on. So. I appreciate it. And then that Nova Dash hurt less ride. So <laughs> I, I saw um there was a basketball player that did that as a mock. I can't remember what team. I saw it last night watching yeah. the games or on social media or something. And uh there were it's, it's, it Russell Wilson has turned into a walking meme or a gif, whatever you want to call it, at this yeah. point. You know, and it's he's so talented and he seems he's a clearly He's a great man. Like, you know, like clearly he's a father. He's a really he's, nice guy. Yeah, and you don't but, hear any negative stories about him. It's just a little cringy. And yeah. are, are we being a little bit um too like it, the, the season still is still kind of, you know, kind of just started. Yeah, he has a few games in, but we're we're, we're, we're a third of the dude. way. We're a third of the way. We're a third of the way through the NFL I, season. So I feel you. But, you know. Do you think we're just close? We're quick to like, yeah, this guy's trash. And at one point, he was, and and his last year in Seattle, I think someone put in wasn't, wasn't great there. either. Yeah, yeah. So it, it this could be it. I mean, eventually, you, one minute you're really good, and the next minute you're last. You're also, you're the last one to know when you're not good either. You are, but with NFL, the contracts aren't fully guaranteed. But I think he's guarantees like one sixty, hundred and sixty million out of that two forty or whatever it was. So. At the end of the day, like this year, it is what it is. Next year, if you if if they don't make the playoffs, which is going to be hard for them to, but it's still possible. And then next year they don't make the playoffs, and he plays bad two years in a row. He's gone. He's gone. Like, yeah, they'll, 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 they'll just yeah. swallow the rest of that eighty million or whatever, and that that would be a it. lot of money. It is, but you can't you can't you know you can't do four years or five years and be trash for all you know. We're only mm-hmm. six games in, but. He ain't looking. I mean, at this point, you're a third of the way through the NFL season. You kind of start to know who your team is, and you got about two more weeks, and then you're really gonna know. You get yeah. to November, it's like, okay, you know. And he's he's just not. I don't know. I guess the reason why I brought it up is um, I didn't. It, it just came to me, but I was watching this um, earlier today on Skip and Bayless show or whatever. They were talking about KD, and they were talking actually they were talking about Russell Westbrook. And and Katie was um he was I think I forgot maybe on a podcast he was being interviewed and he was saying at this point the Russell Westbrook stuff is becoming the like a butt of a joke. It was like well yeah you you can criticize someone's play but now it just seems like you're just joking on them and making a lot of jokes 
and yeah. you know, shit's not cool. And then after they played that video, Shannon was like, I disagree. He needs to play better. You want to stop? You want them to stop making jokes? You got to just play better. We're not, you know, that's why you didn't want to play with him. That's why Hardy didn't want to play with him. That's why, uh, you know, Paul, Paul Joyce didn't want to play with him. And, and in my opinion, I thought, I think they missed a point. You can criticize the man's play, but if you're doing cartoon music of everything he's doing wrong, that is what KD was talking about. Not necessarily the criticism of the play is you making him a butt of the jokes. You're you're mocking him. Yeah. And I don't know, but you give me a because I know you're more of a Russell Westbrook fan, but uh, fan. But what do you think about the difference that I think KD was trying to say, but I feel like Skip and Shannon did not understand. I just think Russell Westbrook is um, he was. I think we have to remember one thing. He was really good for about three years in a row with the OKC after Durant left. I mean, triple-double average for the entire season, back-to-back seasons, won an MVP and not a very good team. He was really good. High energy, plays, never takes a playoff. Like, Russell Westbrook is that guy. Like, I, I'm a big fan of his. But he has not been playing as good. But he set the bar really high. And the teams that he went on after OKC had other guys that were alpha males. When he was performing at his highest at OKC, he was the guy. He didn't have anybody else, right? Because Harden left, KD left, he was the dude. He had yeah. Steven Adams. That was pretty much it. And he went to teams with like Chris Paul and James Harden, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Bradley Beal. He wasn't the number one guy. So when you go from... It's really difficult playing basketball, okay? When you the main guy that has the ball all the time, the offense is facilitated by you pretty much 90% of the time when you're on the floor. And you go to a team, and it's not that way anymore. It's facilitated 70%. It's a big drop-off. And I think he's lost his way in these new teams. His stats are still not bad. It's just that you couple that with not having a great jump shot and the second he misses a shot, people just all oh, rest brick or whatever. Yeah. The media gets on him. Yeah, the, the misses you know, don't look good. Like the misses like, don't. You know, look like good. a good miss is like, damn, that yeah. looked really. And he's going to Europe wearing dresses. That doesn't help him because some people look at that like you're being weird, man. You know. So, but I like. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer in my book. I hope he has a good season. Um, he's definitely gonna. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer without yeah, a doubt. Hundred percent. I think. Yeah. I understand, like I understand the criticism, and even some of the jokes, because it seems like he doesn't. He's like the last one to know. Just like every other like great athlete, the last one to know. Like you don't have it the way you used to have it, or you may have to come off the bench. And he doesn't understand that, and it's not clicking with his head. And I think what you're saying it's difficult from being the number one option to being the second or third. It messes up your rhythm. It messes yep. up a lot of how you play basketball. And also that reckless abandonment kind of running in straight into the, you know, like a lot of that just seems, he just seems a little bit off sometimes. And now he's playing on a team that I think they I think he realizes the higher ups and some of his players don't want him there, but he's going to collect that 40 million. So that just yeah. becomes a really awkward situation, kind of like a you know, Draymond situation, but at least Draymond still has some value because then he's not expected to shoot. And he right. still tried to shoot yesterday. It was so ugly. He has an ugly him and right, I don't know what where they learned to shoot, but it's weird. Yeah, yeah. And, and Hector said that he wasn't ever a consistent shooter, but he's not. He's worse now than before. Yeah. But I think the idea of the of the jokey thing, joking about it, it 
the way the media is structured now, and this is not just sports, but in politics as well, that we can just say some outlandish stuff, stuff that you would not say to the person's face, but you want, you could say that out loud. And then when the athlete gets upset about it, you call them sensitive or you're like, we're just reporting the thing. We're just reporting. And then any, any criticism about the media, they get sensitive about it and they get defensive. It's like, okay, let's just all figure this out. Like, Stephen A. made a whole career. I mean, he's the he's the most he's the highest paid person on ESPN. He built yeah. his career on mocking people. Yeah, right. Like he built his career on making fun of uh, Kwame Brown. Uh, Kwame Brown. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I mean, the guy worked. You know, he did. Yeah. Yes, he was number one. Consider him a bust. Um, but he was in the league more than ten years. He's he, still the he, NBA champion. I think he won a ring with the Lakers. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty but, sure he did. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, but it just, it just a little, I, I just felt like that it is, it gets to a point where like, okay, we get it. We get it. S- some games he looks really bad. You point it out, but for the entertainment value, for the, like I said, the yeah. clicks and views, you're going to go yeah. extreme. You're going to say some stuff that, it's like, would you say that to his face if you saw him? Probably no, not. but that's, but that's, that's how the news anchors the sports people the media social media internet that's it's easy to be a tough guy behind the clip uh keyboard but yeah Yeah. none of these these athletes will smash all these people now would shannon sharp say it to russell whisper probably shannon sharp's a grown-ass man you know even then the lack of he wouldn't disrespect like not yeah he may not he, he may not worry about fighting but even shannon would not say that to him like that yeah you say i I hope you. I wish you could play better. I'm sure he'll say that because he he probably said that to bigger men, and you know when you play NFL. But you wouldn't be clown. You wouldn't clown him though, because you would not want someone to do that to your face. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think. But that that's just how it, that's just how it's going to be. And um, uh, Hector says Sean Marion had the ugliest jump shot. It shot like yeah, he had he, he, his percentage was. It, he could actually make some of his jump shots from when oh, he yeah. was on the Phoenix Suns, like when Steve Nash was. He was hitting three points. No, he was in. He was doing that corner three too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah absolutely. The, Matrix, the, corner three. the dude could play. I mean, yeah. that's the one team I could think of that should have won a championship was the Phoenix Suns. If I think of all the teams of all the times I've watched, that's the yeah. one team I still don't understand. Like I've seen, I remember yeah, that one Kobe time. They had Kobe and they had Kobe and Tim Duncan in their way. So the Spurs they and the Lakers. Good, they had some good battles with the Spurs. And yeah, I know there was one problem where I think one bumped into like it was a it was a playoff t- uh series. I forgot who bumped into who. Some some guys stepped off the the court. You know, once you st- once you're from the you're on the bench, you step on the court, you get suspended, and that kind of changed. I forgot what series that was. I don't know if you yeah, remember I that. I can't remember. I have to look it up. Yeah. Sure. Um. But yeah, Tiffany Suns should have won a championship. Um. So. Before we before we end this, I want um actually Pedro, you you share this to me um to me. You know, you know. Yeah, let's 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 uh let's watch it and then we can discuss it as uh oh. get your guys' opinion in the comments. Let us know. Hannibal's gonna put a little clip up. I yeah. think we have a lot of I know I know Nova's a father. I don't know if there's any dad if you're a dad, if you have children at home or if they're grown, let us know in the comments. Give us a little like thumbs up if you're a father and let's yeah. watch a clip he's gonna throw up. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, about a minute and fifteen seconds. Let's put up right now. If my father only knew that the last thing I needed from him was money. The last thing that was gonna impress me about him was a car. The last thing I was gonna think about was yo, did you see dad's house? Yeah. I was never gonna think of those things. Yeah. You know what I remember about my dad? 
I remember my dad used to get paid on Friday nights mm-hmm. and he used to take us to go get some pizza. I remember that. And those are the best times of my life. Yeah. I remember my dad waking us up early on a Saturday morning mm-hmm. and taking us to go to the barbershop to get a haircut. <laughs> I remember those were the best times of my life. Yeah. I remember Sunday mornings, my dad making oatmeal, no one knowing what he put in it <laughs> and just being like, yo, this is amazing. Yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah. And guess what? Yeah. Now that I'm a father. Yeah. Every Friday, I get paid a lot, but I get paid for everywhere, <laughs> different places. But every Friday, yeah, pizza, pizza for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, son, we going to barbershop. I take my son to barbershop, get him his haircut. Wow. I, I'm I'm making oatmeal and putting stuff in, putting nutmeg, cinnamon, yeah. brown. They don't know what's in this thing. Yeah. That's a legacy Absolutely. that's been passed down. You kind of, you know, I think about my dad and and mm. it's always the small moments that are the most important. The small moments, the moments of like the the best um, memories of my father. And he's still around, obviously, but um, watching boxing, he got me into boxing. Like, because it was one of the few sports he liked. He didn't watch. He said he grew up watching football and basketball, but he didn't really, he cared about boxing. And when you mm. watch, he got excited when he saw like, a good combination and, you know, he wasn't, I say, always the most excitable guy. So when you saw him excited watching boxing, it just it made you feel better because you feel good. He's like, wow, this is actually interesting. So those small moments at the time, he probably didn't think that was a big deal. Right. Mm. And even some of the things I do with my son, I don't think it's a big deal. But you, that's important to put those, that time in there of those small things, because that's what they're going to remember. The, you know, hanging out yeah. where you, you did put time and you you paying attention to them or you did something silly to make them feel better or when they were you, they were sick you did something to help them out like those moments are really really important and it just feels like you know it's it's hopefully more men are are doing that mm. i'll just say like hopefully more men are doing that yeah no for real man i saw that today and it just reminded me memories you know like as a kid you talk about your father my dad used to make pancakes and mm you know, certain uh, songs and things we'd listen to in the car and conversations like little, just, you know, coach my baseball team when I was young. Like I, it just reminded me like kids don't give a damn about how much you make. No. They want your time. They want mm-hmm. you to be around for them when it matters. And mo- I've always thought moments are important in life. What do you remember? Right. You're mm-hmm. going to remember bad stuff, but you also will remember good stuff. And being a father, you know, like, it's not always easy because you're always wanting where a lot of us are trying to be providers. So we're working a lot. We're hustling. We want to give our kids something, you know, we want to provide, we want to make sure they got the new shoes. They got the things they want. They got the new phone. That shit don't matter to these kids. Even if they tell you it matters, it don't matter. They want to make sure you're at their games at the music recitals. You know, you're picking them up from school and you're on time, you know, and, it's just, it's just wild, man. Like kids don't care about that. Like, yeah. And, and like you said, they may think in their mind at the time that is important for the material mm-hmm. stuff, but when they get older and they, they will look back, they realize, no, those, cause it, you, we don't cherish those times in the moment. We, we should try to right? as people, like we should, when you realize you have a good time, really cherish it because it may be, you may not ever be in this way yeah. again. Right. Like they'll say, they will be the last, they'll be the last time you'll pick up your kid, 
like physically, like pick them up and hold them. It'll, it will be yeah. the last time because eventually it get to a point where like, I'm not picking your ass, you too big, but they'll, you'll, there'll be a moment that's the last time. So it's like those things are very, really imp- very important. And, you know, we talk about hip hop in, in this channel uh, at times. My favorite, that's the songs that my father played at, he will play this song 500 million times. These are the songs. He'll play Coolio, rest in peace, Coolio, Gangsta's Paradise. He'll play that mm. 10 million times. <laughs> um, Old Dirty Bastard, Shimmy Shimmy Y'all. And, and shimmy Shimmy Y'all, Shimmy, shimmy Yeah. Shimmy, he'll yeah. play those three 500 million times. <laughs> and uh, what's another re- really good song? Hey, uh, Black Rob's Whoa. Oh, that's a banger, yeah. man. So basically, oh, every very like the anthems, he would yeah. put those. Like, and then when he was really, really, really feeling like he was in his bag, he played that um been around the world and I, I not not the remix but Puff Daddy. Oh, the, the original. Yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, he's a very tough guy. So you would never like look at him like, why are you listening? <laughs> like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> like, I would have to listen to that original again. I'm never have to listen to that. Oh yeah. It's yeah. I mean, the, the sample from Puff Daddy was nice, but no, the original is the best. It is yeah. the best. I mean, yeah. I never I forgot her name. Uh, but it was a really good song. It's like also, him bringing me into hip hop, like he was mm. really into rap and hip hop, and I think that's where I got my love that's from. Awesome, he was playing the radio, awesome. you know, yeah. Hot Night Seven, you know, fuck, fuck Master Flex. I know he's annoying now, but yeah, you know, so those foundations of things that you like are based on you know hanging out with your dad, like certain mm. foods that you like to eat. You know, well, I love steak because he likes steak. You know, like mm-hmm. those type of things that you kind of bring the snacks you used to eat. So it's mm-hmm. really important to take time. Yes, you need to work, and now we're working more jobs. Now mm-hmm. you got you got the full time job with the side hustle. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. are doing the gig work as well. And it's like you're not home. They notice that when you're yeah. out every holiday because you know the money is there during the holiday. They're gonna notice that it. it, it mm-hmm. They may not. They're not be able to articulate that, but they will notice it. And yeah. it can affect them in a negative way if you're just not there um, often enough. Because sometimes they may need to talk to you about something important. Yeah. If you're not there, how, how are they going to talk to you? you know? Yeah, you might miss that moment, right? And yeah. just just to come home and ask them how their day was and what was the best part of your day? You know, what was the rough part of your day? Like those simple kind of questions and conversations. And as your kids get older, they'll, they'll stop at points wanting to answer um, that's a good question, by the way. Let's get to that in a minute. Uh, yeah. Good question, Hector. But you have to still just keep answering them. So what I've learned as a dad, I have a daughter that's 21. You know, there's a time where she was like, she didn't want to talk to me. She want nothing to do with me. She's, you know, they, they get older. They, they, they start yeah. to fade, like, you know, yeah. but you have to try to still be consistent. It's hard, you know? And I think to answer your question, you know, for all y'all know what to, what is the hardest part of being a father is for me, at least it's, it's knowing what is that balance? Like I mentioned earlier of trying to be a provider, but then also being like present, right? Cause if you're hustling and you're really working a W2 and then you got a side job or you're trying to build a business or whatever it is that you're doing, you're working 60 hours a week, 50, yeah. 70, whatever that number is for you. You got to work a lot of holidays, depending on the industry that you're in. If you are off on weekends, but maybe Saturday's your golf day. Right. Because you're trying to do something for yourself. But then, you know, it's having the for me, the balance of being a provider and being able to my kids have what they needed. But then, okay, well, how do I save and make sure the future is secure? 
but then being like present is always was always a struggle. It still is a struggle for me. I've gotten better, but it's still something that I question myself. You know, you have this like guilt of like, am I doing enough? Am I present enough? You know, am I giving my daughters enough time? And it's it's a hard thing, you know. Yeah. Um, I like Bobby's answer. Like, um, you never want to see them unhappy, but you can't control it always. Yeah, you can't always mm-hmm. control it. I think a lot of that is my, yeah. I guess it's, because I don't necessarily have necessarily, a, a, it's not necessarily hard to raise him because I think he's, my son is actually a good person. If he wasn't a good person, I'm like, oh shit, I got to deal with this, but he's a good person. <laughs> so now yeah. I'm worried about everything else around him. His so he doesn't become bad. So it doesn't. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I literally had this conversation yesterday talking to, to talking to my chick about what kind of woman he's going to talk to. Oh, these mm-hmm. women out here. I don't know, man. Cause these women out here and he's going to look at a woman that's she get, she'd be good looking, but she's going to be crazy. And I got that. And I'm thinking I've already have to give him that speech. Like, listen, if a, if a woman puts her hands on you, you know, anytime it's, uh, yeah. you have to leave. Like I'm already prepping him. Cause I, I don't want him to have a kind of relationship with a woman where, he is struggling where if they had kids and now there's a custody battle, you know, he has to worry about, you know, paying money and this and that. Cause I've seen a few of those stories and mm-hmm. they sound terrible. Like, yeah. so I like, that's what I'm, I'm worried about. Like the kind of world that he is growing up to become a man in mm-hmm. that concerns me. And I, I, I feel with what Bobby's saying, I don't know how to control that. I can't control, can't, can't nerf I can't nerf all everything around him. So he's gonna to have to take his falls, you have to take his L's because that's how you learn. But that's difficult to let him do that, right? Mm. Especially how you see society is turning in and doing some weird, odd things that it's like, damn, like how do you know the most you can do is just you, you talk to them, you show by lead by example, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. But that's my that's my kind of like my struggles. Like, man, I, I see some things going on and I want him to have. Uh, a good relationship with with a woman and with able woman. or yeah. whatever, but good yeah. relationships where he is not struggling, going back and forth, dealing with the drama that I see so many people having arguments outside in the street, middle yeah. of the night screaming at each other. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're going through it. Like, I hope. Yeah, I hope but you know, it, it's your kids gonna have, they're gonna struggle. And I think as a, as a parent, and you have a son. I don't have any. I don't have a son, yeah. so I think it is different too when you're raising a man, a boy young man you're raising a girl into a woman it's very different so i can't yes, my pers- yeah, you know yeah. I, I can only imagine it's different because if i had a son it, I w- i'd look at things different and how yeah. how i would move and the conversations would be very different and some might not might not agree with that but i it would be different yeah. what i would worry about would be different you know what i would try to instill in them might be different you know good people are good people but men and women are different yeah and society yeah. looks at us different and you know, for me, it's like, it, I always like think like it's okay to not be okay. You know, and I think sometimes kids just need to know you're there. As simple as that sounds, it's like if they're having a bad day with their girlfriend or they choose the wrong woman, or if my daughter's, you know, rough, having a rough day at school or this or that, you just have to sit with them in that and be empathetic with them and tell them it's okay to, it's okay to feel like this. It's okay yeah. to be mad. It's okay that you didn't do good like you know and then just say nothing else like just let them know it's okay yeah they're not they're not different for that they shouldn't be ashamed of that that they made a mistake or you know what i'm saying i think kids just want you they want to know that they can trust that you will unconditionally love them and give them 
you know, and not always feel like we have to, as fathers, give them advice and overanalyze too much, you know, like yeah. we just have to just be there. And, and that's something that you, you know? have to deal with that probably more than I do because yeah. you got, you're raising daughters and yeah, I yeah. not, you know, you learn that later in life as men. Um, that a lot of times when a woman is trying to talk to you, they're not looking for the answer. They just want mm-hmm. you to listen. So yes. I definitely took a while to figure that out. But I, um, but also, at least for my son and dealing with boys and, the, you know, the podcast episode we did about how, you know, some of the boys are getting left behind in terms of grade school and, and how some families look at the boys as, well, hopefully he'll figure it out. But you yeah. know, our daughters, you know, they're gonna they're gonna go to college, they're gonna get the advanced degrees because just the school system is just a little bit constructed where they're thriving. I and mean, that's great, right? But the boys are like, you know, still running around, falling off the chairs and like, oh, you know what? He'll figure it out, or he'll get a trade school or something like that. Falling, falling off of chairs is very oh, specific. Oh well, that that was me in kindergarten. They, that was one thing they were like, he kept he kept falling off the chair. I found it funny, I found it interesting. That I yeah. still hold him accountable for his actions. So that's, a, that's another really big um, thing that I stress with my son is when you mess up, you must take accountability for it. Don't point fingers and why it didn't work out. And I want him to do that to feel feel comfortable about taking accountability mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of young men, they'll blame everybody when something goes wrong before they blame themselves. Like, like no, this is your fault. It's our pride because yeah. we're more prideful most of the time. I, I yeah, think. So I what think, do you think? You know, yeah. Like, you want to take accountability for your actions, self-own. It's e- at least I've when I've started to really put that in my life, I, it's easier to move forward. It's like I have control of this, and sometimes it's things that don't have control, right? But he's like, okay, I got this. You know, yeah, yeah I made a mistake. Yeah, I've depended on a person, but at the same time, it's my responsibility because I true I chose to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think once you realize that, you learn from your lessons rather than. Because you can talk to anyone that went to jail, right? They'll give you 5,000 reasons why they're in jail. Oh, yeah. And they may not even, the first one. But, but it, well, well first off, first thing they're going to say is, well, I didn't do it. They're yeah, all innocent. Yeah, yeah. But then they're yeah, going to yeah. give you reasons as to why. Yeah, yeah you're right. I was in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't raised, right? And all that yeah, stuff. And yeah. it's like, the first thing you have to do, just like any kind of addiction or something that you, you, you're you dealing with, it's, this is my fault. I put myself in this position. Okay. So and that helps you because now it's like, okay, how do I get out of it? I've already admitted that, hey, yeah, I, this is my mistake. Now let's step forward and figure it out. So that's yeah. another really, like, really big yeah. lesson that I'm trying to get him to to learn. And he understands that. He understands that. And he, like I said, raising someone you like is good. Because if you well, raise someone you don't it, like, yeah. <laughs> I think it makes it as, as weird as it might sound, you know, because kids are kids. Like, you know, and, and, and I think. You know, you could have four kids and like, let's not kid ourselves. You got one of the, out of those four, one of them is going to be your favorite just a little <laughs> bit for different reasons, you yeah. know, and it, it could change, you know, as life goes, because things change, people change, you know, a little bit, yeah. interests change. But like when you're, when you're spending time with your child and you actually enjoy their presence and they're not a complete knucklehead or rude or they're yeah. a good person, it makes it a lot better, more enjoyable for sure. Yeah. You know, because they're going to have like, mistakes. They're going to have the ups and downs, but you know, like yeah. a, they're a good person good internally. Person. So yeah. like, you're good to go. So, well, I think, uh, I think a big difference is too, is, you know, you and your girl are together. You've been together. So you have a family dynamic. You guys yeah. are in the same, under the same roof. And I think your son sees that. And you know what I'm saying? I didn't yeah. have that with my first uh, born Gabby. Mm-hmm. Me and her mom didn't, we lived together for like six months when she was a baby. So she didn't remember it. 
But me and my girl now, we, we're, we're a family dynamic. So my daughter's mm-hmm. 15 months and she's seeing that and there's a routine and that goes into the makeup of a young child as they're being born, as they're being raised, you know? Yeah. So is shout he, out is, to is, you for that. A lot of, you know, you say he's a, he's a good kid. Well, that has to do with you and your wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. My parents divorced when I was 12. So I think I've, that's a learning lesson that I saw and they did not want, they, they should not have been together. Like, I, it's not like they stay together. No, y'all niggas. No, my parents. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think I was eleven when my parents got divorced, and they yeah. they needed they needed they to needed get like divorced, y'all, y'all not getting yeah. along. But I did yeah. look at that. I was like, well, if I get that opportunity, I'm gonna really make sure it's a good fit because yeah, you want to have some. You know, some kids are like, yeah, my parents have been together for thirty years. I'm like, you son of a. That's great because that's the kind of thing that we all would want. Like our parents to be good. But it listen, if you it, it's not gonna get, it's not you guys not getting along just separate like don't try to make it work if it's not going to work yeah. because the kids don't want to hear the argument stuff like that so yeah i but think I you really gotta put, try you gotta is it therapy yeah, try, it, but it, you know but like yeah. at some point it's like okay this is a detriment to what we got going on here you know yeah um but i appreciate you sending that message it's interesting we have some more stuff we'll talk about this all right so i know next weekend we're kind of busy so um i don't know if yeah. we'll figure out maybe maybe monday or just we'll do next wednesday because i know we got a lot of stuff going on this weekend yeah. Yeah. but there's a few um articles it's kind of related to kids and wealth that i want to talk to you about um i find it really fascinating but uh appreciate you guys for coming through yeah. and hanging Shout out with out us um yeah. everyone that came in watch you know talking about how the nets and the knicks lost today which is fine it's Yankees fine. lost. Looks like the Yankees lost. Yeah, they're down one. Or they they're gonna lose. Uh, Come on, I really want to go to. I really want to go to that, that damn means, parade. I think the game's over. I think yeah. I think the. I don't know if the game's over, but I'm assuming. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Uh, four four two win over Yankees. Verlander yeah. uh, did his thing. He's a pitcher, right? Uh, yes. Verlander's had a really good year, so it's gonna. Yeah, I'm not surprised. You, you know what? We'll. You know what? We should do a baseball stream so I can just like really destroy by not knowing anything. Yeah, you might. If you don't Touch like down. baseball, those, <laughs> those streams can be like those baseballs tough, man. Oh yeah, we are going to take fall. Yeah, I'm gonna fall asleep. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> no, you know what? Though? That's not a bad idea. We got the playoffs and coming. We should do a World Series. I, I say, we uh, you know, we do the game one of the World Series. That could be fun. If the Yankees are in it, if there's two play two teams, I won't give a <laughs> shit about like I mean I will still do it. I don't know mine, but it would be nice if the Yankees. Well, you don't know that you don't you only know a couple of Yankees anyway. So what's the difference if it's them? Or One thing else? I know is that the Astros keep beating the Yankees' ass, and uh, just assume the Yankees can't get past them. So I know that watching listening listening to some of the sports radios, they see that they already <laughs> lost the first game. So. Yeah, probably is not good. It's going to be uh, Astros versus whatever. That's it's one game. It's fine. Astros, Houston's I think got home field advantage, so they won the first game. As long as the Yankees don't fall down too well, they'll be they could be fine. I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, cool. Um, before we leave, Bobby wants me to name one name, name a black, name pitcher, a black pitcher. Uh, let's see. I'll name you. Is Luis Severino? What well, I think he's actually he's well, he's black, but, but he's like Spanish, Dominican. Yeah. But eh, yeah. Dominicans are black. This black, this this black pitchers, uh, there are. I'll, I'll name one right now from back in the day. Dwight Dwight Gooden played for the Yankees back in the eighties. There no, you go, Bobby. No, Dwight no, Gooden. Gooden. He played for even NBA. CC Sabathia. CC Sabathia is black. He played for the Yankees too. Oh yeah. I gave you two right there. There you go. I helped you out, Hannibal. Yeah, Bobby. I got nothing. I'm sorry. The Mets have <laughs> one. He said. The Mets have one. Uh, the the Mets have. I'll tell you, uh, Marcus Stroman. Is he still on the Nets? 
I thought Strowman was white. Marcus Strowman, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus Strowman was a is a black man. Listen, you know, you guys are not listening for all right, guys. Hannibal now. knows nothing That's about baseball. Now. He just knows Derek Jeter. And the only reason he knows Derek Jeter is because he had a lot of beautiful women with big booties. Derek Jeter is the greatest baseball player ever played. He had yeah. Mariah Carey. He had like how many other like he had supermodels. Look at his record on that one. He yeah. flawless. Did He's not undefe- drop undefeated. one. He undefeated. Undefeated. Yeah. Undefeated. No um, kids. Undefeated. Yeah. No kid. No kids. <laughs> Even though we talk, we talk about the love of our children. No kids. No yeah. kids. Um. Oh yeah. Page. Yep. Page. Oh, right. he was. Maybe that's why Strowman. He. He. He was with the Cubs. You know what? I'm gonna study some black. Figure out who's the current black baseball players. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. So I. I'll throw some names out. Uh, there. So well, the best one is uh, Mookie Betts. He plays for the Dodgers. He's really good. Is Andrew um, uh, McClutchin? He's still playing. No, I don't think so. No, he's not anymore. Shit. So Mookie Betts. Hold on. I'm missing a really big. There's a really, really big name I'm missing. There's several, but there's one guy that's like. Should I write to Kyle Murray and say, can you just play baseball? So I'll know I have like one baseball player. I can't. There's a lot of Hispanics. That's all I'll say. (laughs) That's all all y'all got. A lot of us. You got that. You got the boxing. You got the boxing. Yeah. we got to talk about some boxing. I mean, I, you know, it's been a minute since I really just sat there and um, watched it. But we got we to talk about some boxing. We'll do, do our thing. All right, guys. I'm rambling. I uh, appreciate you guys. We'll let you know when we come back on. Definitely next Wednesday. But maybe if we'll do like a show on Monday. I guess it depends on how tired we are uh, yeah. throughout this weekend. So True. Uh, keep it locked. Uh, like, share, subscribe, do all that great stuff. Appreciate you guys for staying with us as long as you do. And I uh, will see you guys next time. Peace.